What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Peter Moses. Congrats. Hey, thank you. Yeah. Just got the title back? Just got it back. Nice. I friended all the other Peter Moseses on Facebook a couple years ago. Tried to tried to tried to get in with them and they were like only two of them were in were into it. That's I'm weird. on a group chat with like twenty five Mike Benners on Facebook and they do not like me. <laughs> Cause I think it's very bald like that I'm just trying to troll them all <laughs> yeah i think they know they probably yeah. knew immediately yeah they knew i was asking them how their thanksgiving was <laughs> <laughs> some of them had really lonely sad responses and i regretted it <laughs> so they were really trolling you maybe i don't know trolling comes full circle yeah just don't try to i mean just because you have the same name as someone doesn't mean you have anything in common with them so don't try to befriend people just because of that Fair. there's a french dude named jamel he's like a big comedian jamel yeah jamel debouze but does he does he slide the Jamel? Probably, I haven't uh, actually heard him say the name, but I've watched a few clips. Does he work in America or is he working? No, no, he's just he's popping all over Europe though. I'm trying to get them good for him bucks on that yeah. all right scene. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? What's his name? Jamel? What? Uh, Debuz. D e b b o u z e. All right, Jamel Debuz, hit yeah, us up yeah, yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> this is a podcast about basketball, um, <laughs> guys. How's it going? How's your right, week been? Yeah. My week has been all right. Happy to see you guys. Yeah, man. Welcome back. Yeah, I've been on the IR a little bit. Uh, I, I, hadn't, I don't, like you guys know, but uh, for the listening audience, I, uh, I do some community service work. I, uh, <laughs> I coach a little league basketball team of all white children, and, you know, practices were kind of, it's tryouts. So the past couple of weeks, I kind of had to deal with that. It's like a reverse of Keanu Reeves and that Bad News Bears. Exactly. Hardball. Revival. Yeah. Hardball. This is softball. This is softball. Yeah. But referring to you play, like coaching white kids how to play basketball. Yeah, yeah. I love that you went like this is the reverse of that Keanu Reeves movie that it's a ripoff of the Bad News Bears. Well, because you just said this is the reverse no, of the No, because the Keanu Bears. Reeves movie is like him coaching a bunch of little black kids, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's like, it's like I'm Keanu uh, and I'm in the inner city. I never saw the movie. I'll and Bad, New Bear, Bad News Bears, uh, they had a few different... Uh, Raced kids. Yeah, there's some black kids. There's some definitely some Asian kids, kids in there, there right? Latino kids. A lot of white kids saying the N word, which is kind of like yeah. gotta love it. Hasn't aged that well. Yeah, it <laughs> was weird that yeah. Tatum O'Neill said the N word so much in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's why she took the role. Um, <laughs> guys, the Warriors. What's happening with the Warriors? Oh, they are on a weird skid. They only beat the Sixers by two points the other night. The Sixers, my beloved, terrible Sixers. We watched that whole game together. Yeah, they really. Should have lost to the Sixers. They the Sixers outplayed them the entire game on yeah. both ends of the floor. The Sixers just can't. They can't close a game because they're all they're all little babies. The only difference, really, the only thing in that game that saved them was the fact that Draymond had like seventeen steals. Draymond had a crazy game. Not as good as Dario Saric's game. 
Uh, I think Dar had like 25, 8, and 5. Uh, Draymond had like 20, 10, and like 4 or something. But uh, Draymond was just a defensive monster in that game. Just He's a, so good. A quick and side the, note. Do you think that Brian Colangelo is furious when Sam Hinkie's draft picks actually like look like they're going to be awesome? I think or do you, Brian Colangelo is not engaged at all <laughs> and is playing like snake he's whatever. playing snake on his on, on his, his nokia, nokia brick. you know bar phone he's not he's he's the worst i don't know they, they swung to the polar opposite of sam hickey to hire the colangelos but the warriors are a mess they're a mess it's uh, really fun watching them lose i know i say this over and over again but i think i derive more pleasure from them losing than watching the Cavs win i did for a while now i'm kind of over it i'm like guys just be good and let's not, you know, playing around. I don't, because I don't. I mean, I don't know. I was, I was very happy when the Cavs won last year because I felt like the Warriors weren't necessarily the best team the year before. They kind of walked into the title. That is true. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, obviously, you gotta, you gotta earn it either way. But it was a little bit of a walk. Revisionist history easily forgets that every playoff matchup they had in that yeah, championship that, season, like they faced someone who had like a hurt point guard or. Like yeah, Westbrook went out. They all had hurt point yeah. Durant was out. Yeah. It was all that stuff. But, yeah, just because they have Durant, I want them to kind of, you know, get over it. But, uh, I mean, it also uh, – you realize how hard it is to keep a team together for that long. Like, they've but been re- playing, like, a lot of ball for, like, the past three years. They've, they have. And they're, they're you know – Perfect well, amount of time to hate each other. It's also just another – uh, another excuse to talk about how LeBron is literally inhuman. And we're not okay. We're gonna yeah, get no, we'll get to LeBron eventually. Okay, you can't just pivot the to the Cavs. I mean, I'm just saying the I'm just saying like you know, all those guys are so quote unquote tired from going to the finals two years in a row. LeBron sleeps man. in a like a deprivation tank filled with I don't know His HGH <laughs> and probably, stem cells. That's definitely true. Like he's he's a freak and he has freak science. Whatever. They did this to themselves, though, which we keep bringing up, but I think it's important to just hammer home that they did this to themselves. They traded their entire bench for a superstar who's now hurt. It's true. Yeah. Um, But, Jamel, you said they've been playing together for three years. Perfect amount of time to hate each other. That's interesting because on the NBA True Who podcast, uh, Ethan Strauss mentioned that an unnamed team member has been telling him for a while that uh, I think the quote was, there's something wrong with our team and it has nothing to do with basketball. I dug deep into the comment section on oh Slam.com. Yikes. <laughs> Probably the best source for anything that's yeah. going on. In the There's NBA. a lot of unsubstantiated rumors. <laughs> uh, a lot of people just making stuff up. But the this most is... fascinating one to me was that someone was saying, as if they know for a fact, which they don't, uh, that someone on the team slept with Aisha Curry. And that's why Steph is off this year. That's why he's growing a beard because he's depressed. And uh, I wanted to I just wanted to flow that by you guys. Who on the team fucked Aisha Curry? I my money. I always like to uh, bet low, like it's Price is Right. I'll bet a dollar. Say it's the equipment manager. Oh man, I thought oh. you were going to say like Patrick McCaw. Oh, please. the equipment manager was the downfall of the Clippers last year. There you go. See, yeah. equipment manager sometimes. Okay, here's what I'll involved. say. I'm going to bring up the Cavs, but it has only. I'm only talking about the Warriors. So before LeBron left for Miami, the rumor around Cleveland and before really like oh, Twitter no, he, was yeah, Twitter no. was like, oh, Delonte West had Absolutely sex with LeBron's mom. mom. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And like for a while, that was like, no way. It, like, like the way it was viewed of just like that's very unsubstantiated. Like that can't be what it is. And like in the NBA, there's like a pretty long silent history of like people sleeping with other people and like ruining teams. Like that happened with definitely on the Pacers that like Paul George, Roy Hibbert, like the... 
David West team. I remember like someone shut up somebody else's wife or something, and that like blew up the chemistry of that team. What? So well, I'm just saying this like Roy yes Hibbert. is this com- <laughs> is this completely unsubstantiated about Aisha Curry most likely, 100%. but it's also like in the realm of like like that same like if it's not that then there is clearly something else going on yeah. between some of these players that I mean that, that I don't article think also Strauss, brought- I don't think Ethan Strauss he's like he's a good reporter he's not going to make stuff up if a source is telling him that I then- also don't understand just like and maybe like any like real journalist hit us up you know out there like why like what is like the like I just sometimes don't understand the line between like why he can throw something like that out there. Because, and, uh, I mean, as a former journalist. Uh, yes, you're the my, guy. My take on oh it. Oh, my God. My dream just came true. Yeah, we have a journalist on said, the podcast. Yeah, I, uh, former journalism major. Uh, worked in daily newspapers for a few years. I uh, just sent out the bat signal for you to become yeah. a journalist again. Here's the thing. He's not gonna, Ethan Strauss is not going to run a story with that quote on ESPN.com or whatever on TV because you you can't. Corroborate it with more than a couple sources. Or yeah, if the player doesn't want to be named, he says it off the record. Like then he, you can't like run the story only with like an unnamed source. Says but, that because someone just, can run a story about him saying it on a true podcast. Well, that's true. Well, but the true podcast is like literally an NBA gossip podcast. Yeah. It's like as much about gossip as it is about what's going on and, and analysts and everything. Right. And, and analysis. Analysis. Uh, analysts giving analysis. Yeah. So it's like it's fine to mention it there it's fine if you're if you're a, a reporter with sources telling you stuff to go on a gossip podcast and be like an un, like this guy who i'm not going to name says this so let's speculate about it okay i want, I want to go i want to talk about this like a little bit more real fast it's like, like your, it's like it, true hoop is like the page six of, sure of, of yeah of nba media i'm just trying to like in my head like understand that line between like like for example you ran into uh uh, an NBA reporter a couple years ago, and he told you like at like a, out at a bar or something like, oh yeah, like the Clippers all hate each other, like the Clippers all yeah. the Clippers all hate Chris Paul, and that was before like all of a sudden that kind of like became okay for Zach Lowe or Bill Simmons or anyone else to kind of just like openly talk about, yeah. but for a while it was like not reported on. So I, I was kind of curious too on like was it like like why like you know what I mean like when does it become like kind of like subtly okay. For well, you to like just talk shit about why Chris Paul like is awful to everyone in Doc Rivers. First of all, by the way, I was the first one with the scoop on Doc Rivers at the Beverly Hills Country Club because, right. or the Bel Air, the, the Bel Air Country Club. Yeah, because I was there, baby. Yeah, Peter was. Uh, I was catting did it you up. Ever caddy for Doc Rivers? No, I left. I stopped catting there before I think he got his membership approved. Mm. Um, but I did caddy for Mitch Kupchak once, and that dude is like a slow motion version of one of those inflatable things that like is in front of the car dealerships guys get gigantic. One time gigantic. I was at uh, uh, a defenders game, LA Lakers D league team. And I was watching and it's in there. It's in the Lakers practice facility in their gym. And uh, they have offices with big glass walls, like overlooking it. And for about 20 minutes, Mitch Kupchak was just standing in the office watching the game, eating a bowl of ramen <laughs> with his like holding the bowl in one hand and like using like chopsticks with the other and just like bare hands like just eating like noodles and slurping them up <laughs> and like just watching the game for twenty minutes. You were just watching him eat it. I was just watching him that's slurp really, that's ramen. That's really fascinating. Yeah. Uh, but to answer your question, I mean, I think I met that reporter. I'm not going to say his name, uh, but he's uh, he's great and I I really love his work. I met him at a dinner party and we were just talking and then he was just like oh yeah like doc rivers 
never runs practice and that pisses Blake off and nobody likes Chris Paul and all this stuff. That's just it's just gossip at a dinner party. I get it. I get it's gossip. I'm just always I guess a little fascinated in how like gossip itself doesn't become more available just through like people saying that stuff. Well, now people are comfortable saying it on a podcast and it gets sent out. I mean, I think the gossip has always been happening. It's just like now it's being recorded. We want to see. Yeah. We're making it happen. We are basically Gandhi. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We got there. My last two notes on it is I don't know what's happening, but Aisha Curry has sort of disappeared online. That's true. And Steph. Wow. Very into Jesus. Any player who's very into Jesus, I worry about. What about Bradley Beal? You worry about Extremely (laughs) worried. I worry on a daily basis. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, the Wizards, uh, John Wall uh, said recently that Boogie is going to come to D.C. Yeah, he must, he must be listening to Airbuds. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> yeah. If uh, he was listening, he would know, don't do that. It's unnecessary. Why? 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 What's the point? John Wall's quote was, uh, Boogie said he would come to D.C., but he didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, like it's a like it's a kickback. Yeah, like he's like but, I might roll through. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. But here's the thing. Yeah. Now it's now gotten to the point where Boogie like, and this could help you guys because Boogie is like, kind of not as you know like the uh, not as popular or not as like like this has not been a good look for him. Not struggling as popular in New Orleans. as Gortat. Not as popular as Gortat, <laughs> yeah, obviously. But also like you know he's going to be up to just sign a contract. You might not even have to give anything away for him. And he, no matter what you think, is all-star who could make you closer to a championship team just from a talent level talent level sure but i think we all know it takes a little bit more than talent don't you think if there's any coach it's gonna be it could be scott brooks i mean yeah i believe in brooks but i don't know man you you how many pelicans games have you guys watched none none there you go yeah uh question answered yeah but also it's so unfair because that organization is Da, 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 a dumpster fire. Yeah, An absolute dumpster fire. Peter, wow. quote, quote alert. Yeah. yeah. Catchphrase. But that one is like well-deserved when like, like well, they like traded. I like built it into the McDonald's. <laughs> ba, da, ba, ba, ba. I'm dumpster, dumpster fire. fire. I'm a dumpster. I'm Del Demps, and I am literally setting a dumpster on fire. It's a dumpster fire. I mean, a dumpster, that's what it is. It's yeah. an absolute dumpster fire because yeah. he like, quote, unquote, saved his job by trading away his entire perimeter to put two guys together who might mesh well together, but they're also going to fire their coach for sure for yeah. no reason. And they don't even play together at the end of games. They don't even play together. It's Anthony Davis and Boogie's on the bench. That's what I saw. And he's like, he's already visibly frustrated two and a half weeks in to the deal. Well, in his, def- I'm, I, you know, in if, Boogie, in, yeah, uh, the perpetually frustrated one. I mean, he's been frustrated since he came out the womb. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. I don't need an angsty millionaire. On the team. Yeah, dude, but if I you, don't need if, that. If you put him and Wall in the Eastern Conference. It means nothing to me. We already have. Not, uh, you've changed. We've got two All-Stars in the backcourt already. Markeith is fine. I'd rather have Markeith than Boogie Cousins. I mean, okay. that's yeah. exactly how I Actually, I, I mean, because if you add Boogie to that team, you are just going to have yeah. three stars fighting over the ball. You also have Otto Porter and Oubre that are just like. Auto Porter's going to get bullied out of touches. Yeah. That's what's going to happen to us. Yeah. Are you guys going to give Porter? John going to think it's funny. Are you guys going to give Porter the max? I mean. Can you give Porter the max? Yeah, I don't know. Because we just paid Beal. Would you rather have, like, in hindsight, give given Porter the max over Beal? Or are you happy? No. I mean, Beal's amazing, actually. He's, like, he's a guy with a two that a lot of people don't realize either. Like, 
He's always complaining about calls. He is. For being, like, like super into Jesus, he does have a lot of attitude uh, on the yeah, court. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've does he, like, curse. start every complaint to the ref? Yeah. Like, first of all, I just want to thank my Lord and Savior, <laughs> Jesus. Also, that was a foul. Yeah, he points yeah. up to the rafters, and yep. then he says, hey, ref, yep. fuck you. The, law, the Lord saw the foul, you motherfucker. <laughs> Bill Kennedy, I don't agree with your lifestyle, but I wish you would see that that ball went off his <laughs> knee. Yeah, it's it's boogie on our team is is a a move that's great on paper. And Sorry I'm that I want your that. team to win a championship one Bro, day. My I, apologies. Come on, man. I just know better than that, man. I've seen a lot of stars come through to town. It doesn't. It just doesn't work like that. I mean, according to five thirty eight dot com, the the Wizards Boy. have a better shot at a championship <laughs> than the Cavs. I have not heard faker news in my life. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I hate the phrase, but that is it is crazy. Th- yeah, no way. You are fake news. Oh, we should transition into uh, something real fast that has to do with Utah Jazz. Because it looks like, as of now, the Utah Jazz will be playing the Los Angeles Clippers mm-hmm. in correct. the first round of the playoffs. And at the beginning when we started this podcast, this is episode 17. And for the first, like, five or six podcasts... Hey, guys. Were... Congrats on 17 apps. Hey. hey. Yeah. Thank you. You too, yeah. man. Thank you. I feel like we made it. No, we didn't. I don't know. No, you sure? We how many people listen to this? If you're listening right now, tweet at us so we can count how many <laughs> listeners we have. <laughs> so we can send that data yeah. over to some freaking audio books. Yeah, yeah just count off. Ahead. Count off, guys. Uh, hey, uh, but we said the Clippers were like the best. Lisa Mattresses? <laughs> hit, hit us up. Holler at your boy. Yeah. Sonos, Bonobos. Sonos, Bonobos. Palabras. 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 All right, but sorry. Okay. Proper cloth. We're so available for seventeen episodes. We've for been... five of them. We all agreed, and for the first for the first like five weeks of the season, the Clippers were absolutely the best team in the league for sure. And they were like moving the ball well. They were almost even fun to watch and fun to see in person. And there was a period in the first thirty days of the season where I loved watching them. They've really like come full circle and settled into being the most unenjoyable team to watch or experience in, on long. television or in person. They are just like they make it like they go out of their way to be terrible. Season's long and chemistry's hard to keep. If the guys already didn't like each other, yeah, you gotta I guess. imagine three months in that's gonna come back up. <sighs> okay, this is a hot take. You guys ready? This take is you got your oven, you got your oven mitts on? I already called the fire department. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Austin Rivers' fault. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody is mad because Austin Rivers gets like 25 minutes a game. Coming this fall, everybody hates Austin. Yeah. It's literally like an AAU team. I've been around a lot of AAU balls because my two brothers played and I played for a little bit. But yeah, there's, there's always these teams that come around every year where the team is great and the coach's son is playing way too much. We could talk about this with our guest because and, our guest coached uh, his son in a lot of uh, sports <laughs> growing up. Yeah? Yeah. How'd that go? We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll break it down. I mean, is the son a professional athlete now? Yep. Yeah? Doing real well. Wow. Home run. Sounds like this This son must have like a six-pack. <laughs> six-pack of beer. Just kidding. That son doesn't drink beer. He's a wine man. He's, he's, a, he's a wino. A vino. He's a vino boy. He's a he's a about? he's a vino baby. I don't know Austin Rivers. Oh, yeah. Austin Rivers, not a vino baby. He's just a dumb shitty baby <laughs> that is a bad basketball player. Can he get you buckets? Yes. Is his plus minus bad? Yes. It's also Poor. unfair to him because the situation that he's put in is like largely not his fault for why like everyone looks at him and hates him. Well, I mean, like partially it's, yes. It's his fault for being born. <laughs> That's true. That's what you have to realize. You didn't have to do that. Yeah, because Doc had no choice. 
I have to save my son. Come to LA. I'll save you. I mean, honestly, I I blame all of them, but I also blame the AAU culture that the league became. Everybody's just going home. The free agent market is it's crazy volatile. And ev- eventually this was going to happen. Someone's son. Son. Ruin a team. Didn't the Celtics like basically hold Austin Rivers hostage and Doc Rivers was like Liam Give me back my taken? son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they fleeced them on like on with the trade. I have a very yeah. specific set of skills. Yeah. I will trade all of my draft picks. I have a very specific set of skills. They include golf. <laughs> they include and golf running practices and yelling at refs and being completely disengaged with a team that I demanded full control over. I want to be the coach and the general manager, but also I'm not going to pay attention. to. What's I have happening. a very specific set of skills. I only acquire players who played for or against the Boston Celtics between 2008 and 2012. It's the whole Rivers family. That's a problem with the, the Clippers. I think I think I know what I need, I need to do. And as a side note, um, did you guys see that Russell Westbrook pass? That went in between, legs. through the legs of Corey Joseph? Nah, I missed that. was last night? Oh, this was a couple was, nights ago. I think ago. Thursday night. And you guys, uh, for, all the, for all the basketball goons out there, it's on the feed. And for everyone else... Uh, join basketball games. Russell Westbrook threw a full court pass, skip pass, that bounced between the legs of Corey Joseph and landed right in stride with Victor Oladipo for the layup. That's but like sick. the ball went through Corey Joseph's legs, and Corey Joseph was like at the foul line next to Oladipo. Like he was like in stride, and Russell Westbrook from the other basically like three point line, like chucked it. Like I don't even know, like he was playing cricket or something. It was, it was. It's like one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. I watched it. Like seven times in a row. Peter's seen a lot of beautiful stuff. Look, I'm a beautiful, I'm a beautiful like uh, viewer of all things, nature yeah. and otherwise. Shopping bags and trees. Yeah, you Peter. know it. Yeah. He's got a whole Instagram devoted to that. Peter, uh, we call him American Beauty around here. Here's uh, a thought experiment that nobody asked for. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys think if the Durant deal never got made, would Durant be hurt right now? Would the Warriors still be the best team with their original bench? Say, I mean, they were getting rid of Barnes anyway. So I'm thinking Barnes is gone regardless. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Barnes is gone regardless. Durant stays. Oladipo, do the Thunder still end up with Taj Gibson? No. No, this, you're, I think this is a, a really good point. Like, uh, so many things happened because LeBron James beat the uh, Warriors in the finals. Oh, my Thank God. You. Thank you for nothing, Peter, <laughs> for not answering my question. Uh, but yeah, I think no, it's a it's a, a lot of like uh, the dominoes. The domino yeah, effect yeah. was really it, as you were saying uh, that, the NBA butterfly effect is pretty massive. That, yeah, Durant wouldn't have got hurt because they wouldn't have been on, in DC that night. You know what I mean? It was just all of those things. That said, he might have gotten hurt another way. Like he, yeah. for as good as he is, like he's been known to get hurt. For he sure. gets hurt a lot. Guys, do you want to do our uh, our fun little? Non-playoff preview? Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of other podcasts, they give you playoff previews. They tell you what to expect, who's going to be what seed, what matchups to look forward to. And good for them. They're probably right. Yeah. We're going uh, to give you a, uh, a non-playoff preview where we give an overview of the <laughs> shitty teams in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, guys. A couple uh, teams I don't think we've – I think we've almost talked about every team – so, think, we're going to make sure that, for, that we've definitely talked about every team after this podcast. Yeah, yeah. want to get through everybody – uh, special shout out to the Hornets. The Hornets. 
I mean, does anybody know anything about them? <laughs> yeah, they uh, signed Nicholas Batum to like $120 million this offseason, and it's uh, it's paid off out, in uh, 29 wins so far, yeah, so 39 he, losses. Turns out he was the apathetic Frenchman we all thought he was in the first place. Yeah. They, did, they took a dip much like the Clippers did at the beginning of the season. The Hornets were the team to beat in the Southeast Division, and then they straight nosedived all the way out. Miami kind of took their wheezed their juice (laughs) (laughs) Miami uh, I mean they could have made this uh, if it was like yesterday they would have been the 9th seed we could have talked about them but we can't talk about them because they're the 8th seed right now that's true we'll talk about them next week but yeah uh, I mean Kemba I'm I'm happy for Kemba just for surviving having to work with Michael Jordan Kemba Walker needs to be freed from that situation yeah I mean he probably won't just freed from like playing with like Marvin Williams like everyone like or like Frank Kaminsky, like, like the, the, uh, so many times I've heard from Charlotte, it was like, oh, guys, we're really just missing Cody Zeller right now. Like, they're just like, the team is like not the same when Cody Zeller's out. Yeah, it's if you're like, missing a Zeller that bad, you're missing other players. Time to break up. Missing Cody Zeller sounds like a really bad movie. <laughs> That's like yeah. Disney's first attempt is like, like a romantic yeah. uh, feature. Um, what about Brooklyn, guys? Um, I, got, I got nothing. Uh, their, their court is very cute. They retired Biggie's jersey this year. It's the first and last, maybe like uh, thing they're going to race to the rafters anytime soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, notes on Brooklyn. Yeah, if you're depending on Karis Levert, you know what you did. Karis Levert, I, I said it before. Man. I'll say it again. Uh, NBA name that most sounds like a skateboard move. <laughs> Sick Levert, dude. Yeah. I really wish he was Gerald Levert's kid. R.I.P. to Gerald Levert. R.I.P. Aaliyah. Also, the OJ's great group. Give it up for y'all. Money, money, money. Yeah. It is nice that like people in Brooklyn just get to go see better basketball teams for like real cheap at a nice stadium. So yeah, at least they're providing a service to to the big up to the C train. All of our thing. all of our Airbud uh, listeners in Brooklyn. Here's the thing about Brooklyn, and I and I've learned this from watching League Pass. They need if they're going to have such a bad team, they need better in arena entertainment. They have some of the worst in arena entertainment. Which around. is which is shocking because as we all watch a lot of in arena entertainment, like usually the coastal larger cities have like a little bit better elite entertainment. Yeah, you know yeah, the liberal bubble, uh, the liberal yeah. the, the liberal bubble teams yeah. have usually like a little bit stronger entertainment. Um, except for Memphis, Memphis is obviously the Memphis winner. Is Memphis like the is the best in arena entertainment. In arena sure. entertainment, it's not even close. Fair like. Anyone in the Memphis Grizzlies who is a fan or listening to this, just uh, let everyone know that all of your in-house people and storylines and baby and dog races is the is like more entertaining than almost any Phoenix Suns game I've watched this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Brooklyn should probably get more rappers in there. They could probably get Mayno any night they wanted. You know That's what the, yeah. and the, and like they should take a note from the Clippers because sometimes the Clippers will just be like, "All right, it's halftime. We're gonna just have a concert." Just like yeah, just like throw a concert on. Well, I think that's kind of the problem with Brooklyn is that they sometimes seem to like. It's like they want to rely on this, you know, hip hop kind of. We we're in Brooklyn, Biggie's from here, like all this stuff. But it's this really sanitized version of it. Is it also so like they'll like, have like the Sugar Hill Gang, like in their fifties, come and like perform like you know hip hop, and it's just like it's just boring and dumb. I thought it was cute. Oh. Let me ask y'all this. It is cute. It's cute. But cute doesn't pay the bills. Cute is not what we aim for. Yeah. Cute is like we okay for like in-game entertainment, though. I mean, there's 
cute and then there's clever. And like I don't want cute. I want the baby races. I want I want the Memphis Grizzly Yo, to have that, multiple storylines going. Like like it's like whoever is like working those storylines can work in Hollywood tomorrow. Like you've yeah. got like A, B, and C stories going on like while the game is going down. It's like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's of, unbelievable like, in arena entertainment. Like, There's I like would... multiple different Grizzlies. Like he has alter egos. Oh like, my god! Yeah, it's Wait really till they fantastic. Get the players involved. That's yeah. the, the next level is having Vince Carter have a few lines. You need to get Blake Griffin down to Memphis to play there, and he's just gonna develop that. <laughs> he's got yeah. Uh, guys, what about Dallas? I don't think we've talked about Dallas once in this podcast. Dallas making a little resurgence. Yeah. I mean, they got a legend. They got Nerlens. They got... They're going to like try to get it together a little bit to send Dirk off. Is, there, is this Dirk's last year? One no, more. he's going to play next year. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They Yogi Ferrell out of nowhere. Yogi Ferrell. Uh, Yogi Ferrell. He's so small and he's... A- adorable. Of, like, <laughs> I just want to wrap him up in blankets. No, I'm, I'm like he's like he's like the dude with like the Napoleon complex in your high school who like oh. wanted to fight you all the time. Oh, for sure, just because you were eight that, yeah. inches taller than him. Yeah, he has yeah. very uh, pronounced uh, shoulder muscles. Yeah, he lets me know he likes to shove fools. Absolutely. Well, that's all we had to say about Dallas. Yeah, um, yeah. they're, they're going to be better next year. They're a well-run organization, unfortunately. How, how many teams have we talked about so far? Four, four or five. Can I oh. ask you this: If Boogie was on any of those teams, would they be a playoff team? Mm, maybe Phoenix. Maybe Phoenix. Mm. Why? Devin Booker? Who else? I like Marquis Chris. I know he's raw as as all hell, and he's like 11 years old. But Uh, I like Ruth's Chris. (laughs) Good for you, man. uh... (laughs) I want a steak right now. I'm kind of hungry. (laughs) That's why I brought it up. Who's the the cat they had in the dunk contest from Phoenix 2? Oh, that dude was like eight days out of the D-League. Something Jones Jr. or something? Yeah, yeah, some Jones Jr. I think they brought him up from the D-League specifically just to get someone with a Phoenix jersey involved with All-Star Weekend. And then they kept him up. And, you know, he scores. He's, He's a, a good dunker. Young, super yeah. raw. But Booker's the real deal. Booker's probably, if you redraft that draft this year, is probably number one or two. Oh, absolutely. He's uh, he's lethal. Not scared of the moment. He'll shoot a three at any point in the, in the shot clock. It's, he also seems not scared of anybody. I just feel like if LeBron was defending him, he would be talking trash the entire yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, That's the probably that that uh, that light skin complex too. You know, how there's a Napoleon when you're tiny. Yeah. When you're black and you're very light skinned dude. A lot of jokes. A lot of memes. Man. Black yeah. Twitter, they're relentless. Not having it, especially. I heard of the NBA, especially in the NBA too. It's like a thing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's yeah. like an actual thing. So I mean, know. who was it? On the Lakers, who someone he had a good game and someone Larry Nance, Larry Nance Jr. I don't remember who it is, but he was after the game. He Clarkson. was like, "Kobe told me to stop playing like a light skinned." <laughs> there you go. Wait, yeah. is there also like a difference between being like light skinned and being like Larry Nance Jr., who's like I think his mom is white? Uh, no, we, everything's all. It's That's all just in the all same like bin. in the same thing. It's in the same bin. Okay, it's asking is like the most Jewish person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm looking at the other non-playoff teams, and I'm not interested in any of them. I got one more. Uh, okay. Shout out to Dwayne Wade for making up a fake injury so you don't have to play for the Bulls. Oh, right yeah. Now. Congratulations, Good dude. I mean, hey, you might as well. Had a great – I mean, do you think – I mean, Just go back to Miami now. Yeah, he must regret leaving Miami so much. I mean, yeah. would <laughs> you? Like, yeah, Dwayne yeah. Wade, congrats uh, on getting shut down for the season so you just didn't have to look at Rajon Rondo one, one more time. Do you think Dwayne Wade is going to try to – now that Deion Waiters maybe got hurt for a little while, is going to try to – like put on Dion Waiters jersey and just play in Miami like nothing happened. Just be like, no guys, I'm I'm Dion Waiters. It's fine. Don't I worry think about that it. That is literally going to happen. Okay, guys, look out for it. If you see Dion Waiters and he looks like Dwayne Wade, you heard it here first on Airbus. Yeah, I know guys, I, I think uh, 
I think we covered it all. I need you want to take a break real quick and then bring on our guest? Yeah, let's Why do not? it. All right. Yeah. We'll be back. Wake up, guest. I need it. Because I got a really big team and they need some really big rings. They need some really nice things. Better be coming with no strings. Better be coming with no strings. We need some really nice things. We need some really big rings. I got a really big team. I got a really big team. They need some really big rings. They need some really nice things. Better be coming with no strings. Better be coming with no strings. We need some really nice things. We need some really big rings. I got a really big team, man. All right. Welcome back to the pod. Um, our guest today uh, is from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, he's a lawyer. Uh, and he's my father. Give it up for Barry Moses. All true. All true. Thank you for doing the podcast, Barry. Thank, Thank you for being in LA. That's well, yeah, great. How's it going? Good. How's your trip out here? It's fantastic. We're uh, we're enjoying the weather. We're enjoying the scenery. We're enjoying this uh, podcast as uh, nice. a little slice of uh, media here that exists in this uh, center of the universe. So it's all good. That's it. This is Tinseltown. This is it. Well, <laughs> the height of Hollywood. You're this at it, it, sir. Yeah. Wherever you, you find it. tinsel, you'll find me. So that's uh, that's a good thing. Uh, and you'll love my Christmas party this year. Oh. <laughs> Boo. Boo. I'm going to go home now. <laughs> uh, uh, what do you think of Beth? Peter's girlfriend. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, well, man. I, that's, uh, that's a little bit unfair to Beth. But, um, I mean, if this is on the record, then uh, I think she's great. And I think she's great for Peter. And Peter looks to be good for her. Well, what if it's off the record? happy. Huh? Well, off the record, we'll, we'll do that when we're unplugged here. But I think for the time <laughs> being, we're wow. very happy. Sounds like Barry has some uh, gossip to spill. Uh, Beth is very lovely. I just, I'm just trying to make Peter feel as awkward as possible. I could tell. Great job. I mean, <laughs> what a great offense we run here yeah. at AirBuds. So we're real excited about uh, tomorrow night's game versus the uh, Lakers. We get to see uh, Staples Center in all of its uh, grandeur. Uh, How old is Staples Center? Staples Center is like 20 years old, right? What? Is that true? It can't be That's 20 years. I'm going to look it up. So I think the uh, Clippers. My money's on 15. Yeah, it's about 15, I would, I would guess. Like oh one, oh two. Yeah. Have I floated my 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 theory or not my theory, my pitch for uh Lakers Clippers games to you guys? They should play every Lakers Clippers game at the forum. Dude, they just should just play basketball sense. games again yeah. at the forum. Yeah. The forum is the best. Is the forum nice inside? The no, forum. But it's just like but it's it, just a great arena. Yeah. It's a great seat everywhere. Did you ever go to the forum? Have you ever no, been to the forum? I've never been to the forum. I don't even know why they don't play anymore at the forum. What's wrong with it? Well, it's just, just old. Just yeah, old and, and capacity. Enough, yeah. Like yeah. I mean, capacity is what? Probably like 12,000 there? Probably oh, about. Let's see. Staples. So it like peaked when uh, when there was Showtime with uh, Magic and um, Yeah, Kareem. But the state the, but the forum is so cool because it's also like it's just one like level across and you're all like so low to the ground too. It really would be yeah. like and the ceiling's kind of low. It's like one of the most intimate places to see a concert, let alone I bet basketball there would be it's gorgeous. Sounds, it sounds like the most LA thing they could do. Yeah. Turn a, a regular season game into like a private event. It'd be great. That's really true. Like, if you make it more exclusive. Sell tickets on Eventbrite instead of, like, StubHub. <laughs> uh, 1999 for the Staples Center. Okay. So they're working on 20. Was that yeah. 18? Yeah. Capacity for uh, Staples Center, 19,000. Capacity for the Forum, 1,705. Or 17,005. Okay. That's, like, that's negligible. They could, yeah, they could but have it's all about the, the corporate boxes and the loges, which I'm sure are, like, that's triple. That, uh, but also, if you do something like that where you're like, hey, we're going to do, like, uh, like when the NHL does like those like outdoor games, just like we're gonna do like a throwback Clippers Lakers game, 
at the forum. Well, wait a minute. The Clippers have only been here in L.A. for how long? Uh, 30. 30 40? some oh, years. Really? Maybe 40. They were in San Diego for a while. Right. And before yeah. that, they were in... Buffalo. 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 Right. Buffalo Braves. Shouts out to Bob. No, McAdoo. not the Braves. I don't think they were. Were they the Braves in Buffalo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Buffalo Braves. They were Buffalo Braves. And, and then they, they became the San Diego Clippers. Yeah. And then they... The name is just meaningless. They should also rebrand so their team right. entirely. Well, there's, yeah. the Utah Jazz is kind of meaningless, too. That's because, true. Uh, yeah. Not so sure anyone in Utah really knows what jazz is, let alone appreciates the... Yeah, it's <laughs> weird how like they've been the jazz for so long, but I just have this overwhelming sense that nobody in Utah likes jazz. I think that's I don't probably think you're true. allowed to listen to jazz if you are Mormon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. That's probably got to be against the rules. Yeah. So Buddy San Holly is like so as hard like, as you're allowed uh, to go. San Diego is kind of like the farm team for all eventually uh, Los Angeles teams. It's uh, Chargers moving up here. The Clippers moved up here. I the mean, cool thing... steal everything from them eventually. And also yeah. the cool yeah. thing yeah. is, even though this is a basketball podcast... Um, Nobody cares about football in the city. It's really amazing. And now they've get, like, gotten given them two teams, and nobody cared about the Rams next year. And, yeah. I mean, the only thing that's interesting about the Chargers is they're going to be playing in, like, a 13,000-seat, like, soccer stadium in Carson for two years. And so, the Rams, too? No, just the Chargers. So, like, that's where the, the Where only are the Rams interest- playing right now? Are they playing Coliseum. in Coliseum, yeah. Okay. It's funny that, like, I, I actually, like, know people that were – pumped about the rams coming and they're like i'm gonna get season tickets like it's gonna be great and then like i checked in with them like halfway through the season and i'm like have you gone to any games they're like it's a big yawn no they're like i don't want to drive downtown well (laughs) also also like like that stadium is well and good but there's like you're just baking in the sun or you're baking in the elements no matter what it is like that stadium is brutal old nfl stadiums in general is the new home fedex is like that if you're sitting up top in yeah, but at least like if like you're in Cleveland or something, you're cold, you know. <laughs> or like you're, like, you're I think wet, I'd on balance. Really. I think I'd rather be baking if it was the. Uh, you say that, but I'm saying East Coast, it'll be cold and then you'll bake. Like first half <laughs> it's freezing, second half your sunburn degrees in your face. So that's not that much better. Jamel told me yesterday uh, that the Verizon Center in Washington has has the nickname of the phone booth, which I think is because. Because of Verizon, Verizon it's phone. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. but they, I don't even know if Verizon never had phone booths. Actually, that's not true. Back in the my, phone I, book. Yeah, I had a very long book. payphone era in my life. Verizon was definitely funding some payphones. For sure, I remember end. seeing the little logo on the on the labels. Absolutely. But does the Cleveland? What is it? The Quicken Financial Loan Center? Does that have a good nickname? The, the Q. Q. The, the Q. Q. It used to be called Gundarina. Which was oh, I remember the yeah. yeah. Which that's was a stuffed animal company. Guns were the owners of the Cavaliers at the time. Big, uh, big name, Gordon Gunn, right? That's, That's right. a great name. Yeah, Gundarina is cool. G U N D. I didn't think it was Gun. Oh, Gun- the Gunnerina would be more for the bullets. Good. Well, yeah. yeah, the bullets were uh, also forced to change their name given the. Uh, yeah, the nineties. It was pretty nuts. <laughs> Just given the murder. <laughs> yeah, they had to let it go. Actually, we went to the Cavs Trailblazers game when I was home for Thanksgiving, and we saw Kevin Love. Go off for eight three pointers in the first quarter yeah, and I think score he like thirty four points yeah. in the first quarter. I was and like, then, like finish the game with thirty six, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, well, I think because like to it their credit, like a, it was. It, I remember watching that and being like, "Wow, we're gonna like see history be made." To tonight. their credit, and Terry then, Stotts like, was like, two guys are on him at all times." Yeah, like they're just like, they're just like, we're not gonna let Kevin Love score anymore. I don't care if we lose this game, which is like, you know, I, I at least give, move. yeah. He's coming back. We're going to see him uh, either. Where he'll play tonight, I think, against. Yeah, he the, played. Uh, he played against the Jazz oh, too. He won like, like ten and nine okay. against the Jazz. He beat us. You know, I mean, LeBron hit the shot, but man, 
Kevin Love hit a few buckets down the stretch. Oh, that was the uh, the turnaround uh, j- uh, three yeah, yeah, from yeah. the uh, the the, the event, right? As we refer to yeah. it, the incident. The banker. I don't yeah. think he called bank on that one. I mean, he probably did, man. He probably yelled it. Whatever, man. I I hate LeBron so much. <laughs> well, the you fact know, that a person can be perfect. Yeah, it's thing, tough. It's, it's well, it's really tough for us because for sure our Clevelanders hated him between the years. What was it? Two thousand ten and fourteen. Fourteen. Couldn't stand him. Thought every criticism against him was legitimate. And then. All of a sudden. sudden. Barry, how many jerseys did you burn in that four-year <laughs> period? Uh, well, my sons uh, burned a couple. I didn't really burn them. I think I was a little bit too cheap. They were I kind of expensive. Yeah. I kept it in the closet because I was paid $75 for it. I wasn't yeah. going to burn it. I did Ethan burn a bunch of jerseys? He at least burned one. He yeah. burned somebody yeah. else's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, he burned a friend's. Yeah. 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 But we love him now. We're very happy. And um, he's no, there's no doubt he's slowed down. Um, he's not doesn't quite have the uh, maybe a half a step. I think is uh, I know. slow down is going to be like third in the MVP race of like the most competitive yeah. MVP. Well, it's concerning because you know at the Q, which is a twenty year old arena too, uh, or maybe not quite that old. They're the now they, 20, they now have plans. Seven? Or no, no, ninety five. Uh, yeah, they have plans to uh, improve it and uh, increase the cost for everything. But you know the fact is that LeBron's maybe got three years left or so and. And there's going to be a lot of economic uh, investment into that arena and that whole area, and no and LeBron. And I feel like I LeBron's got, got five. five. I think five, and then and then five a, of meaningful balls. He's five. got a lot of years on him. He started when he was 18 years old. Yeah, but, but he's lost half a step, but he was still like 10 steps ahead of most players, and. He's averaging I like, like he's, he could. I feel like he could be Vince Carter. I feel like he could go to absolutely. forty in the last six weeks too. He's averaging like twenty-eight, seven, and like nine. Like yeah. he's, they've surrounded him with everyone. Also, you know he'll retire, and then you know Kyrie will be around, and then we'll have LeBron James Jr. come in, <laughs> and yeah. uh, we'll be fine. The real issue is, you know, he's willing to leave again. That's fine. Yeah, I, I'm not so sure. I think really? he's pretty pretty sad. Is Family's there. His son's there. He's his... much more of a homebody, I think, than people right. realize. And he's a great community activist and uh, supporter through all kinds of benevolent and charitable organizations that he contributes to. I mean, he's a he's a great guy. Now, the one thing that I thought was interesting when he and Charles Barkley were going at it a few weeks ago, and he said, um, you know, all those things about Charles. The funny of which I think was that when he said, you, "You're nailed or you're chained to that desk at TBS. You're not going anywhere." Uh, he made a lot of comments about his own contributions to the community, and they were. They were accurate. He's a, he's a very good guy. Basically, if you are like a young uh, black man, like close to the poverty line in Akron, Ohio, and you get through high school, he will send you to college for free. That's true. Yeah, that's crazy, man. And he won't even drink beers on camera. Really? You know that when he was at the it was at the World Series, it's like him and his girl. Yeah, but they did definitely get caught. Did you see them getting caught smoking a blunt in the middle of Jacobs Field? That's what he was doing when yeah. he said like put it down. Yeah. She was, she was, she was, blunt. She was yeah. smoking a blunt I it was during a his wife? No. Yeah. His, his wife yeah. and him were smoking a blunt and he in the load. Like, oh, oh Jamel, you've never seen this? No. I that's the video I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, that was I a blunt. He was drinking a beer. No. no, no. He was going like, he was like put it, the blunt sir, down. Put the blunt down. I think she's got glaucoma. She does. She's got glaucoma and she like. And it's medical. Serious oh, anxiety <laughs> about getting caught smoking weed. <laughs> but also, like, when you're LeBron James, nobody would mind if you just, yeah. like, snooped it up in the middle of the playoff game. I think the city would have loved it. But, oh, yeah. There's no, there's no downside to LeBron <laughs> for doing that. Yeah. LeBron, you're great. We love you. Come so, on the podcast. Yeah, Why please, not? LeBron, you're <laughs> official invitation. Yeah. Come on down. We thought about it. We want you on. Come on. Do you think the Wizards actually have a shot to beat 
the Cavs in the playoffs. Let's say it comes to that, which it might not. It very well could. We could lose to I Boston, think you no guys, problem. I think you guys definitely match up really well against Boston to make it out of a second round. I wasn't asking you, Peter. Okay. <laughs> I know what you think. Yeah, right. I, I think your backcourt's really, really good. Uh, frontcourt players are relatively not so good compared to the Cavs' frontcourt. No. Um, you know, Tristan's going to bang up against Gort. Gortat, yeah. Gortat, Gortat, whatever his name is. Gortati the body. Right. Um, so other than, and I think Cavs bench is very, very deep, especially now, especially these guys are coming back. Although I did see someone got hurt again. It wasn't Corver, but it was um, uh, Shumpert got some kind of yeah. a shoulder yeah, he got sprain. Right? Corver was in uh, street clothes a couple days ago, He's right? been in street He's yeah. been out for like, he's got like a sore foot or something, and they're, they shut him down before the playoffs, which yeah, is smart. So, so for, and uh, of course, in the playoffs, I don't think you you go as deep on your bench as you do during no. the regular season. Now you get down uh, in number eight, maybe. Right. Yeah. But I think I, I'm not even afraid if they don't even have the, uh, the number one seed in the Eastern Conference that they're they're not going to make it to the finals. I just think that you know LeBron's going to in a seven game series. He's just he'll win one in Washington or in Boston yeah, if they he, have to. He's winning games by himself for sure. That's how I feel too. It's a foregone conclusion. Cavs and six versus whoever. Right. I think um, I don't know. I remember watching that Wizards Cavs game, uh, the the event as Jamel re- referred to it as. Uh, the Wizards matched up really well with the Cavs, and I think they could take at least two games from the Cavs. Definitely, and, and if things swing right, oh. if there's an in, if it's a crucial injury to the Cavs, like the Wizards could take the Cavs. What's the status of uh, Lowry and uh, and uh, Toronto? Is he coming back? He's coming back. He's I coming think. back. He's got a wrist. He'll be back in a couple. He should be so back. They, in a couple they of actually, weeks. among all the Eastern teams, scare me the most. Really? Which yeah. really, that's I feel the exact opposite. Uh, yeah, they I mean, it's are Boston. Such a six seed to me right now. Yeah, I mean they're. Currently four, Atlanta is three games behind them, and then Indiana is five behind them. Um, as fun so as isn't the it East, crazy that Indiana is a playoff team? It's nuts because they like. I feel like they're they're like one of the worst teams in the East. I even feel though like they keep winning. They, just I, had, they had like a bad two months, but they were hot for a while. I don't know. Nate McMillan is a bummer of a coach. Paul George is so sad there. Can you get so sad? How do you get sad playing ball for millions? Well, well because then you have to live in Indiana. Indiana. You have to live in Indiana. And it's all about the, the ring. I don't think he's uh, got a good chance of getting one. He's like, not at the uh, tail end of his career, but it's certainly in the yeah. He's in the he's prime. 28, he's 28, yeah. 29. He's better, yeah. He better like get going if he's... Well, Miles Turner is, is going to be good. Is, is, is good. Yeah, he's good. But, I, I imagine Larry Bird's probably a hard person to work for, too. He's probably a jerk. Did you hear... That story recently, I can't remember where I read it or saw it, but uh, one time Larry, or Larry Bird was injured for about two and a half weeks, uh, and in that span, he ordered and ate seven entire wedding cakes, <laughs> <laughs> and a reporter asked him about it. He's like, why did you eat seven wedding cakes? And he just was like, because if you order a wedding cake, they're not going to screw it up. <laughs> but like, also like... That wasn't really the question. Yeah. <laughs> like, it wasn't why specifically wedding cakes. Like, more like, why did you eat seven whole cakes? That was also just, like, how you yeah. trained in the 80s, too. It was yeah. that or just, like, smoke a pack of Pall Malls, like, at halftime. Well, he was never really – he didn't really look that uh, uh, greatly in shape. He managed to get the ball yeah, in the basket. Yeah. Yeah. He's a doughy guy. Yeah, even Definitely when dough. he was, like, in his prime, he was still had, like, some roles right. there. He's, uh, like all, – all no chin team. Now, is right. he still the GM for the Pacers? Is yeah, that his? Yeah, still yeah. the president. So, you know, uh, I think the Lakers should ask uh, Magic Johnson how it's going, you know, in that role for both uh, Larry Bird and... Um... Well, Bird has been the executive of the year. And, and, and they and like they gave the Miami Heat 
about as much as they could handle in those Eastern Conference finals for a couple of years when they did have like a young Paul George, right Roy Hibbert, David West when he was like right. still like a, a human being who could play basketball. Yeah, man, George man. Hill just fell off, just yeah, fell just off, three times and, and you're done. Yeah. yeah, he's also really like old, right? He's like 36, 37? I, at least. At least. At least. I, I, yeah. wanna, I, I feel like say, he, we feel like he is, and he's actually going to be like 31. He's going to be 24. <laughs> yeah, but, look he's, at it. but he's competent. Like Isaiah Thomas. 36. I was kind of right because like, Phil Jackson is two things, and one of them was thirty-six. Phil Jackson doesn't want to work. Phil Jackson doesn't like recruit. Phil Jackson like can't be caught on the phone during like for like the trade deadline. Like Larry Bird, I don't feel like is in that like category of ex players. No, but so. my point is that ex players trying to make it as GMs, even even Michael Jordan, I guess he's part owner. Um, it's just not that easy. It's just you can't translate uh, all that uh, success as a player to to management and uh, and decision making. It does seem rare that like there is a successful. And Larry's the only good one I can think of. Only person to be MVP, Coach of the Year, and Executive of the Year. Jerry West. Well, he's one. Larry Bird. Okay, so Larry. Jerry, all-time player execs. I can think of yeah. two. Jerry West. Top. Yeah. Uh, oh, sh- damn. I'm thinking. Uh, there's a name that's escaping me. It's not one of the Barry kids. Could be McHale. McHale did a decent job a little bit for a little okay. bit in Minnesota. Yeah, you kind of have to give him honorable mention because there's just not that many good ones. He also gifted uh, the Celtics Garnett. That was nice of him. All right. Danny Ainge is an interesting guy. I mean, he for a while was he's like the hot, hot executive. I think he's kind of cooled down in terms of uh, reputation. And he was a great college player and a nice player for the Celtics for a while. Um, Cleveland's own Danny Ferry. That's who I was thinking of, yep. Danny Ferry. So he's what, like 11th? On the list of yeah. 10. Now he, I think I may have told you that Danny Ferry and I moved to Cleveland the same year. It was 1989. You guys he, were like roommates? Well, his arrival was a bit more touted than mine was. I think it was on the front page. Uh, yeah. You had page eight. Mine, yeah. yeah, mine was yeah. a foot. You guys both affected the, the Cavs like, uh, in the same, no, same well, percentage. Yeah, if you remember, Peter, we, t- we took you to those games out at Richfield Coliseum. You were about five years old. That was in the uh, late was 80s. Tiny. I was five months. And they had a great, great team. Uh, the graphics back then was a, a pair of uh, uh, hands clapping each other, and you used to call them the clappers. That was your the, that was the extent of the whole graphic uh, yeah, routine you back just then. Get hands, yeah. pixelated right. hands. Uh, right. Yeah, it was that. It was pretty exciting. They were the fun. Evolution of like in arena graphics and entertainment is crazy. Like we're talking about Larry Bird right now. Could you imagine taking Larry Bird from 1985, like prime Bird, and just dropping him at? In the middle of a Clippers game in 2017, when they like make the court look like a 3D thing right. that's like falling yeah. away and, and fireballs happening, giant, like 12 barrel T-shirt cannons, <laughs> just like and there's like multiple dance squads and people like on hoverboards. <laughs> and, well, yeah, yeah, there's no doubt in some games those uh, you know timeout entertainments are, or even halftime entertainments are more, more compelling than the the games themselves. That's very true. The Knicks did something cool the other day, not on the basketball court, like playing basketball. They haven't done that in a while, but they. Uh, they shut off all in-game entertainment for like a quarter. Oh, music, I think. They shut off all music, yeah. and I, I, I'm a big fan of that because sometimes the music is like well, I don't real think it's annoying. Fair. I don't think it's fair to the visiting team if they're dribbling up court and all of a sudden they're hearing, you know, very loud pounding. But they and... play it sometimes for like when the Cavs have the ball. Right. Although I don't feel like they do it in the playoffs as much. But maybe, maybe I'm just making that up. I'm not sure. It's like hard. Sometimes I wonder, do they play less music on nationally televised games because like they can't afford it? Like, they can't afford, like, a future song. Makes sense. Yeah. Because I feel like when I'm watching TV, I hear the music less. I just want to hear Mask Off every time the Cavs bring the ball up the court. That'd be cool. Have they? Has any team played Mask Off yet? I feel like they will. The Wizards have. Yeah. Have they really? In their uh, 
have a pre intro. Wizards have pretty good in arena entertainment. Yeah, yeah, not bad. The Wizards also do a thing where they'll play um, unexpected music for the road team when they do their intros. Like they'll just come out to kind of whatever, like some Inkelbert. The, the only like, good, the only good thing that Clippers, yeah, yeah, as random as possible. The yeah. only good thing that happens with the Clippers in-game entertainment is anytime Raymond Felton scores, they play like the beginning of the intro music to "Everybody Loves Raymond," like the yeah, little smooth great. jazz little piano. piano. It's funny every single time. But every also, time it scores, he makes me laugh. <laughs> when DeAndre does something good, they play "Go DJ, That's My DJ," which is oh. the most adorable thing. <laughs> like it's so cute. They're so excited for their DJ. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Three aws for me on this episode. Oh, nice. guys, uh, I have to go soon. All right, so we should, ask, we should wrap up. Should we ask my dad about what it's like to be Austin Rivers and Doc Rivers? Sure. Yeah. About that, yeah. When you were coaching any of my like basketball teams, did you ever play favorites with me? I feel like it was the actually well, the opposite. Actually, one of the taller guys on the team, which kind of made it uh, essential that you that. Got Just a lot of stand on the court, right? But I did not. Uh, I did not feel like I had to yell at you or get you any uh, any way extra motivated. You were you were usually pretty excitable yourself, and uh, <laughs> and, Get out uh, of here. Yeah. and I think being left handed through you know most of the nine and ten year old kids uh, off, so you were able to be a pretty effective uh, scorer. A rebounder, anyways, <laughs> not scorer. Walk back I think score, in my yeah. like NBA, my NBA career, in my basketball career, from like NBA age six junior. to like thirteen, I scored like. 25 points we came across some uh, videotape and we made we digitized it uh, recently of you i think it was on the shaker travel team that we were maybe fifth or sixth grade. shout out to that fifth and sixth grade shaker yeah. travel team those yeah. actually some guys in that were real good yeah they um, were i'm gonna need you to email me that <laughs> uh we'll get it yeah, michael g banner at gmail.com thank yeah. you thank you guys for letting me uh participate lots of fun and I got a shout out, of course, to Peter's mom who's sitting over here, hey. who, who's a great, great sport because during gang, our gang. 30 year anniversary last year, it happened to be on the night and the Cavs were in the playoffs against um, the, was it the Toronto? Uh, no, it yeah. was the Raptors. Yeah, it was the Raptors. So we went to I a game it was. on our 30th anniversary, posted a picture and most of the guys you know, wrote, by, wrote back and said, what a great sport you are to be able to take your wife or your, your wife is to take you to a, a playoff game for your 30th anniversary. So she's, she's really, and we're out here visiting Peter in Cleveland and we're going to see the Cavs tomorrow night. So she's, she's all that. I got more questions about that anniversary. Did you guys have like a nice Italian dinner like at the game? I, think, the so. I, I think it was popcorn really. For, uh, Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Worked. They eat popcorn in Italy, right? <laughs> a popcorn like that. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Peter. At Danger Moses. Peter's at Danger Moses on Twitter. Jamel? At Nonprofit Comic uh, on the tweets. Uh, at Broccoli House on the Grams. Well, what, can I ask a question? What's Twitter? Oh. Twitter's like this thing where you like... Um, it's like why we have Donald Trump as president. Yeah, you tell the earth. <laughs> it's the worst thing in America. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's terrible. Yeah. Thanks again. Uh, you, 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 you write free jokes for people, and then they tell you what trash you are. It's, it's so it's they great. call you a cuck snowflake. Yeah. Uh, I'm at better. Tell me I'm trash on Twitter. <laughs> uh, please. Oh, we we actually we got a we got a review. Oh yeah. I meant to I meant to sh- shout them out. out. Yeah. We'll have to open iTunes. All right. Well, check us out. We've been, uh, the Airboats Pod Instagram. I, I, I'd like to say is picking is, it up. is picking up. Better put up some good ones. Yeah, Benner's been putting up some good ones. We, we're capturing some good stuff, and I think. Uh, we just got to connect to the other, like, we got to, like, shout out all those other cool basketball instas. Got to get a repost somehow. Lots of highlights. Lots of highlights. Me, NBA memes, NBA vines. I just want to shout out Sad Dad Party, who's hit us up on Twitter before, but uh, yeah, yeah. reviewed us five stars on iTunes. Uh, long review. 
Very complimentary. Not going to read it because of that, but I would say I will say that uh, it ends with ten out of ten would bang. So <laughs> oh, sad dad it. party wants to hey. uh, sleep with all of us. That's, Roll on through that's something. Yes, sir. Yeah. So thank you for listening. Goodbye. Later. Thanks.